The Ponch Stevenson Show, PonchStevenson.com, Episode 65, Monday, March 26, 2007. Close Encounters. Of course, the, the, the movie Close Encounters of Third Kind, uh, Steven Spielberg, and of course, starring... Winfred Dreyfus! Yes! <laughs> Dreyfus! Of course, that sounded more like... <laughs> More like uh, Daffy Duck. But. <laughs> You're despicable. <laughs> but if you go to Wikipedia and you type in close encounter, you get the uf- ufology uh, listing of close encounters. I've always been interested about this. How, you know, what what's the definition of close encounters? I'm looking it up. Okay. All close right. encounters of the first kind is a sighting of one or more unidentified flying objects. Uh, flying saucers, odd lights, aerial objects that are not attributable to human technology. I have actually had a close encounter of the first kind. I swear to you, and there's a couple of friends of mine who can attest to this. We were sitting on my front lawn one night about 10 years ago or so, and I, there was a UFO overhead. I swear to it, it was a UFO. UFO does not necessarily mean some alien spaceship. It just means it's unidentified. Could be anything. Find Agent Mulder. Uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, close encounters All of right. the second kind. Observation of physical evidence of extraterrestrial visitation, such as footprints, heat or radiation, damage to the terrain, and crop circles. Aren't crop circles fake? Well, yeah, most of them are. It's the British. Yeah. I don't know what they're... They're, they're, they're just... <laughs> Obsessed with making these crops. Oh, we made these crop circles, mate. They they spend their time making fake crop circles. That's right. And painting themselves naked to look like Spider-Man. Wait, that's right. Anyway. Close Encounters of the Third Kind is an observation of one or more occupants associated with the crafts. So that's where you see the actual uh, the little green men. Then you get into some of the weird spots. Fourth kind is an abduction by an extraterrestrial intelligence. Class 1, forcible abduction. Class 2, willful agreement to be taken. You know, as they did in the Coneheads movies. Uh, fifth kind, direct communication between an extraterrestrial intelligence and a human being. This is the least reported form of a close encounter, sometimes associated with members of the New Age movement. Like Yanni? Isn't that (laughs) John Tesh? Yeah. (laughs) They're aliens. Uh, John Tesh, I make great music with my piano. Now, the sixth kind is the death of a human being or other animal during a witnessed encounter. Uh, They talk about cattle mutilation and, and, and such things. And, of course, seventh kind is a creation of a human-alien hybrid, either through sexual contact or by scientific means. Also known as Michael Jackson. Yes. There you go. little science lesson in something that maybe is not really science. <laughs> Pseudo-science. Yes. Boy, I'll tell you what. If it turns out there's aliens on the moon and they have something to do with Michael Jackson, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show.
Uh, oh, the Super Bowl. I understand the NFL, after the whole Janet Jackson thing, does not want to go with anybody risque. <laughs> but Prince? <laughs> this guy has been irrelevant for the last ten years at least. I like I like some of his songs, but most of them are just him whining about <laughs> being naked and stuff. Oh, <laughs> Although I will give Prince credit. I will give him credit for one thing. Um, he he never changed his skin color. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and no, that's never... ignorant. <laughs> that's ignorant. And he... Uh... I love children. Oh, God. Children are beautiful. Uh, I've only had two nose jobs. Oh, man. Yeah, I know, and he never had a nose job. <laughs> uh, you were talking about musicians and rock and roll stars who try to do all these acting like David Bowie and Labyrinth. Well, yeah. Prince had Purple Rain. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, it wasn't the whiz. Oh, oh you my gotta, God. You gotta ease on down, ease on yeah, down. Diana Ross. That road. Oh, yeah, and oh. Tina Turner was in that Nipsey Mel Gibson Russell. movie. Oh, yes, yes. The Max Mad Max. Rumor. Yeah, Mad Max. <laughs> No, it wasn't a... Ma- Did you just say Max Headroom? <laughs> Mad Max Headroom. Oh. Yeah, that was... Uh, he was... Shoot- the first couple of Mad Maxes were really popular. and <laughs> There and- were more than two? Yes. There's like four... What? There's three. There's Mad Max and there's Mad Max 2 Beyond the Thunderdome. Yes. There's more after that? Yeah, you forgot the first one. Road Warrior. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah, actually, they were all named. They were all called Mad Max. But since they were, they came in uh, Australia. The first movie that that came to America was the second one, which w- which they called Mad Max. Yeah. And in Australia, yeah. the first movie was Mad Max. So when they finally got the first Mad Max over to the United States, they had to call it the Road Warrior. Gotcha. But yeah, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome was one of the most absurd <laughs> creations of cinema I have ever seen. I don't know where they got, who, what drugs they were taking when they came up with that. Yeah. But there you go. What's a worse autobiography? Mein Kampf or the Kevin Federline garbage? <laughs> what would be what could be more damaging to the you know to the humanity? Oh, you know, this this reminds me. My cousin and I went to see this is like two or three years ago. We went to see the second Fast and the Furious movie. And we went to the, um, the so I don't know if it's Sony or Lowe's or whatever the one is at the Willowbrook Mall in Wayne. Yeah, Sony Lowe's, which is yeah. now owned by AMC, which is owned, yeah, you know, it's, like, it's all know. just one giant there's thing. One, there's one movie theater company. There's one video game store company. There's one yeah. music store company now. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, so this is like a, you know, a regular theater where you wouldn't expect this. I think I guess this was the first night. So we bought the tickets, and we got them earlier in the day. We, again, I didn't want to see. He was pestering me. I didn't want to go see this. So so we go in. You know, We sit right in the middle whatever. 
and it started filling up with all these kids. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know, the movie hadn't even started yet. And now they're, they're piling into the aisles. You have people sitting in the aisles, people sitting on other people's laps, sitting, yeah, sitting on the, in front of the, the I mean, how can you sit in front of the f- first row in front of a 60 foot, you know, screen? I don't know. You can't see anything. And it was bad. And base, so basically the movie theater geeks that worked there had to come in about like 30 minutes into the movie and had to like, we're telling people, no, you can't sit here. You have to get out. So there was like this ruckus, people yelling, people cursing, people screaming. Yeah. Well, the thing is, okay, fine. You can't sit here. You have to get out. But then wait a minute. Why did you sell me a ticket? I, well. The thing was, I don't know if Duh. they sold all, well, the thing is, I don't know if they sold all these tickets or if it was people that had, were like tickets for other movies that just sat in there. I don't, it was a, it was a disaster. Yeah. And basically they threw all of these people out, right? There were more people that came in. <laughs> like, like over the next half hour, it made no new people. It made no sense. Where the heck all these people came from with all the with these supposed tickets? I don't know. Crazy. These people go nuts for these movies. Friday, January nineteenth. I went to the Irish restaurant in New York City that I go to and the Screaming Orphans were performing there. And, and you asked me to go and I <clears> Right, I, I called you up. I said, hey, you want to come like hang out? two degrees out. Yeah, it was freezing. So I went there and I got there a little early and I sat down um, on the other side of where the band plays and right. just ordered some dinner and, and I'm sitting there eating and I can't really see the band too well because there's a lot of people there and it's kind of blocking but i can hear them and i'm eating and and in between songs they said uh hey our friend dennis is here and he wants to come up and sing a song they they do that all the time they bring someone up to sing with them yeah people come or visit or their friends are there so hey our friend dennis is here he wants to come up and sing a song right it was california dreaming by the mamas and the papas yeah and uh, and then they said, oh, hey, um, by the way, you may remember him. Uh, he played the principal on Saved by the Bell. <laughs> I said, what? Dennis? <laughs> principal Saved by... Dennis Haskins? Yes! And he got up there, and again, I, I really couldn't see, but uh, his singing wasn't very good. Look, I don't care. He's like, hey, 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 hey. What is going on here? <laughs> it sounded like it. Zach? But then afterwards, I finished eating, and I went over to b- near where they were playing, and I saw him. I recognized him, except he weighed about 100 pounds more than he did <laughs> back when he was on the show. And like, when he was back on Saved by the Bell, he was, he was a, a normal-looking guy. He was eh. a decent-looking guy. And I don't know what happened, but he put on all this weight. He he had lost his voice for some reason. I guess that's why he was singing so poorly. But gaining all this weight and wearing this weird old sweatshirt. And 
don't know, it was just really weird. <laughs> but anyway, so they finished playing, and they introduced me to him, and we talked for a few minutes, and then... But of course you did not bring a camera. Oh, I know, I forgot my camera. Stupid. Big dummy! So, so I asked him, I was like, hey, um, by the way, would I, I, I do the podcast, I do an internet radio show, and we're always looking for people to interview. Would you be interested? And it's like, oh, I, I have to go. Or talk to the girls. They'll give you my phone number. I have to go. I have to go. So he left, and then I asked them, and oh, well, we'll ask him just to double check and see if he's okay with it. And they got back to me. They said they left him a message on his answering machine. They haven't gotten back. Uh, he hasn't gotten back to them yet. Ah, uh, Dennis Haskins. But chances are he's not going to do it. <laughs> well, especially after you insulted him. Well, I didn't insult him. I said he had lost his voice. That's why his and singing he was, was fat. It was, well, he was. What I saw. <laughs> his stomach was hanging over his pants. What am I supposed to say? What is going on here? <laughs> now, that'd be great if we could get him and then somehow get uh, Screech. Yeah, Dustin Diamond. Yes. No, not uh, Mario Lopez. Mark Paul Gossler. Nah. Actually, I did a uh, an eBay auction recently. He was in one movie, as far as I know, that... Uh, oh, Dead Man on Campus? Dead Man on Campus. Yeah, I couldn't even remember the name. I don't know, it was a goofy movie, but I had the DVD of it. Why? I sold it on eBay. And Wait, why did you have that DVD? I don't know, it was goofy. No. I like goofy movies, but... No, that was not goofy, that was grotesquely bad. <laughs> Well, the idea was funny. The idea that the movie Dead Man on Campus, it was this guy played by Mark Paul Gosler, who played Zack on Saved by the Bell, was this big slacker in college. And he was about to get kicked out because he kept getting bad grades. So the only way that he could bring up his grades to the point where he could stay in college was if his roommate died. Because the college had a rule, if your roommate dies, you get straight A's for the marking period, for the semester. So he kept going out all over the campus and trying to find these like psychotic guys that could be his roommate so that the person would end up killing himself or something. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. It, it was just really bad. But anyway, so I put it on eBay and some, I don't know, the bidding went up to like $30. What? <laughs> Is this like a rare DVD or something? No. That's, that's bizarre. I know. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Must have been a real big uh, Mark Paul uh, Gosseler <laughs> fan there. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe Dennis Haskins bought it. <laughs> or maybe Mark Paul Gosseler. Oh, dear. <laughs> He's trying to buy up all the copies so it becomes oh, rare. That's a good idea. <laughs> and then he could sell them all. Yes. That's a get. That's a get rich quick for Mark Paul Gosseler, <laughs> or for anyone. I can pick out any old movie that's real cheap and go to Amazon.com, go to Best Buy, go to all these stores and buy up all the copies so that there are none left. Yeah, but the trick is the trick is it has to be so bad of a movie that the <laughs> studio will never produce any more DVDs. Like, you know, like somebody like George Lucas who re-releases something 85 times. Right, it has to be something like Dead Man on Campus or yeah. Stooge Mania. Oh, God. So you buy up all the copies that or there are none Cabin left. Boy. Cabin Boy. And then when people go look for it, you know, you just 
sell one at a time on eBay, and the bidding right. will go up to a hundred dollars. <laughs> get rich quick. Yeah, or get poor quick. <laughs> well, it's a risk. It's like the <laughs> stock market. So yeah, Mr. Belding. I I met Mr. Belding. I know, and I was so annoyed Dennis when Haskins. You, when you were telling me that on the phone because I didn't go. Yeah, immediately after he left, I went outside and called you up on the phone. No, but what you did was you did you went through the whole thing like you just did, where you said, "Oh yeah, you know the band said my friend Dennis and this and that," and 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 you didn't t- say about it, you know, what show he was on that he was on a TV show. Right. And immediately my mind is racing like Dennis, who 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 could it be? Is it Dennis Leary? Is it Dennis Miller? Dennis Franz, who would have been the biggest star of all to see. Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> Dennis Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cha-cha. <laughs> um, and then you got somehow the same of the and I was like, oh, Dennis Haskins. Yes. Damn. Who else do they know that we don't know about? I know. I'm gonna have to ask. Them. Try to get some interviews. I don't. I don't want to hear about it unless they know the dush. <laughs> the dush. They, they might. They I might. doubt it. Another celebrity that I could have met and didn't Wait, go. And may, maybe they know Billy Connolly. They know Billy Connolly. I can't believe it. Oh, oh, oh! I can't believe they know Billy Connolly. Can they get me a job? Oh man! I don't have any parts. There's too many Scottish guys on television now. And dumb Craig Ferguson, he's taking all my parts. <laughs> oh, I'm Billy Connolly. Oh. So who who did you almost meet one time? Well, the Dush, Eliza Dushku. Anyway, about, so a quick statement about her. Actually, remember I was you know we were talking about New Year's and this and that. And I was telling you how that she threw some kind of party on New Year's Eve or something like three years ago. Yeah. But I don't know. Somebody set it up at some, you know, cl- some club or whatever in New York. And you could have gone. You know, it was open to the public, but it was like a hundred and something bucks. Yeah. And I just never did it. So it was another instance. Damn. <laughs> and another thing about her. So it turns out the douche, I, I read in an article, is a, a, a collector of African face masks. Yeah. I don't Who's know why. She's Steven Seagal. <laughs> I guess. Or C. Thomas Howell. Oh, Soul Man. Soul Man, yes. Or Ted Danson. Yes, Ted Danson, blackface, yes. <laughs> Oh God! Um, you know she winds up going to like these places in Los Angeles and buying these stupid things. Yeah. So I should be doing this, damn it! I should move out to Los Angeles, get a and bunch of African <laughs> face masks. How hard could it be to fake these things? Come Open on. an African face mask store. Yeah, right on on Venice Beach down there, Muscle Beach, <laughs> with you know, Hulk Hogan and all them down there. Yeah, and I get to meet the Dush.
more celebrity deaths. December 12th, 2006, Peter Boyle died, who played the father on Everybody Loves Raymond. He was born October 18th, 1935. He was 71. Good actor. Yeah, he was in movies. He was in Young Frankenstein. He played right. the monster. He was in Taxi Driver, etc., etc. He um, was also in the, uh, I believe it was called The Outlander. Out yeah. Outland? Outland with Sean Connery damage. <laughs> and the other uh, big celebrity death, December 18th, 2006. 95 years old, Joseph Barbera. Yes. Half Hanna of Barbera. the Hanna-Barbera cartoon team. Right. Created, uh, created Yogi Bear, Tom and Jerry, yeah. Flintstones, etc., etc., etc. He was born March 24th, 1911. And of course, we are getting all this information from one of our favorite websites, deadoraliveinfo.com. Barney? Yeah. Those are my fruity pebbles, Barney. <laughs> no, down, Dino, down. Zoink, Scoob. <laughs> hey, Scoob. Hey, Raggy. <laughs> what other Hanna-Barbera? There was those. Oh, Jetsons. The Jetsons. I don't really like the Jetsons. Huckleberry Hound. Yes. Captain Timber. <laughs> And fun! <laughs> oh, no. Snaggle Puss. Heaven to Megatron. <laughs> Did they do the GoBots? Yes. GoBots. Josie and the Pussycats? I guess that was them. Uh. Space Ghost. Dastardly and Muttley. The Herculoids. Remember them? Not ringing a bell. No? Uh, they did an Abbott and Costello cartoon and a Laurel and Hardy cartoon no. in the 1960s. 1966, they did Johnny Quest, Grape Ape, Grape Ape, Grape Ape, Quick Draw, McGraw. Uh, None of which you can currently see on television. Yeah, I know. It's Except ridiculous. for Scooby-Doo. Yeah. How unbelievable is it that you cannot watch the Flintstones or the Jetsons? <laughs> Snorks. Uh, oh, the Pac-Man cartoon. I, I liked it. it. It didn't really have a lot to do with the game. What could it possibly have to do with the game? <laughs> I the don't game know. was nothing. There was nothing to the game. <laughs> oh, wait. They also did a Mork and Mindy... Uh, slash Laverne and Shirley slash Fonzie cartoon. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember that, yes. <laughs> was that Laver the Fonzie cartoon you're talking about where he's in outer well, space? No, that was a different one that they oh, did. Oh, no. They did that one, too, and they did the Partridge family in space. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 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 what is going on here? <laughs> that sounded like it.